Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with his good, good pal, Dave Damashek, on this Monday, February 8th, the saddest sports day of the year. It is. I'm sorry, Dave. Super Bowl was yesterday. But it's the day after the Super Bowl, the longest we'll have till the next football game ended. We're not unfamiliar with the ending of yesterday. Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl, and here we are left with no football the next day. Um, do you feel that way professionally? I'm I, I'm happy with football. I'm glad they got to the finish line. I'm proud of them. I'm, I'm, I'm We were lucky to have Brady versus Mahomes and everything turn out the way it did. But for God's sakes, now six more months of winter. Yeah, it's it it's grim stuff. Um, it's hard to put a positive spin on it. That uh, as we sit here right now, we're as far away from seeing fresh football as we can possibly oh. be. But here's the good news, Sal. Tell me. Since I just said that, we're four seconds closer to football. So think about All that. Right. And and here's the other thing. Oh, and Is and it, what about what about now? Now we're even another extra three seconds. Like maybe right somewhere like that. Right. So See, strange look, how this look works. At this. We could yeah. just sit here. Let's just sit back and wait. Like we could just sit here and look. Believe guess me, what? I would love to. I would guess love what? to do that. Five <laughs> seconds closer. Here comes football. It's going to be here before you know it. Listen, this the, the big takeaway is, as they say, let's not be um, sad it's over. Let's be happy it happened. We had yes. a, a football season. And guess what, everybody? If you haven't looked at the calendar because of these weird times we live in, we're into mid-February now all of a sudden. Thank you, football. Once again, sports fans win. Why? Because we watch sports. All these people who, the, the, the annual event, the bizarre event of taking to social media or otherwise to decree, I don't know who's in the Super Bowl. Good for you, you to hell with those people. Weirdo. Forget who those these, people. This podcast who, is not for those people. They're, I agree. Uh, they're, they're, who are these weirdos who love to announce that you don't care about something? It's the same thing as whatever. Star Wars people, whatever. Kardashians. I, hey, hey, hey. Before you continue this conversation, I just want it on the record. I'm apathetic about the subject matter. Like, how narcissistic must you be to want to weigh in and to want to willfully not know about a tentpole item in uh, in pop culture? Fine. Those people are gone. I pity them. We have sports. We're on the right side of the ledger, well, Also, Also, it plays to their, look, it's something for everything. Okay, you don't like football? Do you like the weekend? Do you like funny commercials? Do you like, we're trying to get there for you somehow, right? Maybe you don't have to invest it's four and a half hours like we do. A good point. Uh, analyzing every play, but there's nothing else like it. The Bachelor finale doesn't have anything for me in it, right? But they really no, try but- to hit on everything. It's an it's a big entertainment thing. Uh, those, whatever. Uh, listen, I know I have funny people. We have funny friends who hit me up with texts on the Super Bowl. Don't care about the game. I'm like, can I have the over under on Tom Brady's uh, long? Jet? It's like uh, just uh, stop. Don't don't be funny. This is this is crazy. It's just like what you like. I like the Super Bowl. I'm missing football. Well, and, uh, but Sal, yeah. Again, look. We had football. It carried us all the way, and we're here in Southern California, so that's one thing. Uh, we're all shut in, and thank goodness that we've had football for these last, whatever it's been, four or five months. Um, but also, especially, shout out to everybody in the northern climes of these United States and otherwise. I mean, listen, you got through the winter. Yes. One of the worst winters ever. Time is yeah. not even over yet, but look, thank you, yeah. football, and guess what? basketball and hockey take it from here i'm ready for that i spent yeah. saturday night i hear it's all listen, right it's fine. i know we'll it's get too into soon that. it's too let's, soon let's talk but about Steph this curry game. and luca shooting it out on saturday night yeah, great. that's puck great. march madness is coming up soon so right. we I'm got a, sports we're in I, good shape we got I'll something to look forward to i'll get there i got i got a mourn. i know i got i got have to mourn today 31 9 the bucks beat the crap they beat the crap out of the Chiefs. They really did. And I'm not going to mm-hmm. say I predicted this. You and I had the Bucks to win this game. No way we thought it would go like this, right? That Let that be the disclaimer right now. But my God, uh, I don't even... It, it, I think it's mostly due to defense. I think my bad beat was um, you know, uh, just, just some of these defensive players not winning MVP. Uh, you sat with one, Dave. 
he sang a song. You have it on Twitter. How about that? You and Devin, uh, you, you want to go into that? Was that during the draft? Yeah, at the draft. Yeah, we interacted with a lot of guys who ended up uh, playing significant roles this postseason in this Super Bowl. But yeah, me and Eddie Spaghetti, and we got an up-and-coming uh, Nashville star because we, we were in Nashville for the draft. Mm -hmm. After all, we figured we'd market in song. These were up-and-coming football players meeting an up-and-coming country western star. And we you know, did a little off-the-cuff singing with Devin White, and so it was nice to see him in the winner circle picking that ball off. Tom Brady had to be the MVP given the way things broke there. But it would be cool if there was some way, we talked about it last week, Randy White and Harvey Martin split an MVP award back in Super Bowl twelve. Um, But I, I was kind of thinking in a way- Why, why did was, he have to be MVP? He's going to get enough accolades, right? Why I, did he? I, I, know he had, I know he had three touchdowns, but in what universe would a defensive player ever win MVP, if not for holding the Chiefs to under 10 points. I hear you. I think zero. it's got to be the whole defense. I think it's got to be. I, who do you give it to? Like, I listen, I'm you say you're not going to you're not going to claim, um, you know, success on your pregame pick. Thirty one nine. Nobody saw that. But we did say and it's funny um, as I scroll through social media and watch the morning shows the day after and all of this. It's amazing how high a percentage of people saw this one coming, but they didn't tell you that the <laughs> people who picked the Chiefs nevertheless did tell you, look out, Chiefs fans, you don't have an offensive line. Okay. Then why now, did you pick the Chiefs, let, everybody? Why, you, why you, you don't have, everybody you don't have saw this one it. coming, except that they didn't mention it or talk about it. You this know is your talk buddy about it? and my buddy, Jeff Schwartz, you're talking about here. And well, it's, got, it's got to start with him because he was an offensive lineman. He, he went on record saying this is – he can't remember a more decimated offensive line heading into a Super Bowl. Uh, if you're going to say that, you have to support your unit and, and its importance to the game and not pick the Chiefs by 11 points, right? We will get we will get Jeff Schwartz to answer this. I know he's tired. He did uh, 47 straight hours of props uh, for Fox yesterday. But um, I thought that offensive line was terrible. Mahomes didn't have a chance. Why not give it to Devin White? Eight tackles, an interception. Um, someone like that. I know Winfield had a pick, lots of, uh, lots of sacks there. Barrett had a sack, could have had a couple. Um, Sue had a sack and a half choose between one of them. Does it have to be Brady? We're going to hear about Brady for the next two weeks. I know it's dismissive to, or, or whatever marginalizes the individuals on the defense. But to me that the answer is just give it to the defense. I mean, they, this is in 55 Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. This is now only the third team to not score a touchdown, the Dolphins against your Cowboys in six and uh, the Rams just a couple of years ago against the Patriots um, only scratched out field goals. But okay, three field goals by Butker. That's it from the Chiefs? This is, this is crazier than when the Raiders beat Washington in Super Bowl 18 because at that point, that was the best offense pro football right. had ever seen and they completely smothered that one. This is this is worse, better, however you want to however you want to look at it. And no offensive line will be the excuse coming out of this one. Three field goals. That's all Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey and all the rest of them and the greatest to ever do it. Oh, people, and, yeah, yeah. You, you talk about gambling wise. Everybody had Kelsey will score, Hill will score, Mahomes over two and a half touchdown passes over, over, over. Everyone had every prop over. I got sucked in. I, I bet Kelsey yards under, and that just ended up being a catch-up garbage time. Matthew Stafford, just he, he just nailed, he just obliterated my uh, under there. But, Dave, accord, uh, depending on where you had it, 20 to 1, 40 to 1, 60 to 1. I think Fandle had 20 to 1 that the Chiefs don't score. Can you imagine cashing in on that? How much would we have laughed at someone on Friday if they said the Chiefs don't score a touchdown? It's yeah, like, oh, you're, you're burning your money, twenty even at 20 and 40 and 60 to 1. I want to say very quickly, because I like to pat myself on the back and I'm vain. Yeah. couple things. Who talked up? Eddie Spaghetti. If I didn't say it on extra points, you know I said it on minus three repeatedly over the last couple of weeks. I said, Devin White, Levante David, the key figures uh, in this game, they will slow down, not take away Travis Kelsey, but they will marginalize his impact on the game. And I said, it is not a, a meaningless thing that Patrick Mahomes has no offensive line. That's the reason the Buccaneers are going to win the game. 
And so they did. All right. I didn't get the score quite right, but I was I was spot on with that with those predictions. Well, uh, Todd Bowles only blitzed once, uh, only blitzed five times the whole game. He only sent an extra guy five times. And that was a classic how the Giants beat the Patriots. Let your front three, let your front four do the work. And that's it. And if they can make Mahomes scramble, Bull said himself, he's like, if I send an extra guy, Mahomes is going to find something underneath. And then that guy is going to beat our guy in a foot race. So we're going to stay away from that. And it worked, man. They had him scrambling. I'm like, God, he was like, when he's like rolling back and he's like now 20 yards back, like uh, in the pocket, like this is, um, I don't know what game it would be, but like Sega Genesis, where you would drop your quarterback all the way back and let it fly. And it would be complete because the game was flawed. Mahomes didn't have a chance there. I just can't well, believe what happened there. I, I, uh, I It's funny because I, I go two ways here. This was the Brady's greatest, most meaningful Super Bowl run, and yet it was mostly due to defense, I thought. So how could both of those be true? I really do think it's his greatest, most meaningful Super Bowl run in that I don't know that you'll ever see a quarterback, A, beat the likes of Breeze, Rodgers, and Mahomes. What one, two, three um, gets the monkey off his back with the Belichick thing. 43 years old. There's the ageism thing. He's fighting so much going on there. I think it's as great. I think if you injected his, his, uh, his, his Cal shakes with truth serum, he would have to tell you that this is maybe not his favorite, but most meaningful of all Super Bowl runs. Oh, I think that uh, the older these guys get, the more uh, it means to them. So, yes, uh, personally, I bet Brady would say that. But, yes, we can't distinguish this desire to separate Brady and the teams he's on and try and insinuate at least that he somehow is lucky uh, at this point is just is just the craziest thing in the world. Yes, the, the defense was great. And. You know, reminder that he didn't win with Randy Moss. He never won a Super Bowl with Randy Moss. Um, and mm. that kind of stands out, too, that it's not like he was just a passenger along with all these uh, these dominant players around him. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's hard to really fathom the 20 plus years of his. I mean, just because it is historic, it there is no comparison for it. Not Michael Jordan. Not Bill Russell, not any other um, uh, North American athlete LeBron, that we've ever no. seen. I mean, it's, it's just 13%, there's not a comparison for it. He's won 13% of all Super Bowls. It's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it's just the kookiest crap I've ever seen. And I don't know how yeah. to uh, sort of categorize what we're seeing here, except to say that there is no uh, comparison for it. But about the game specifically, um, you know, Mahomes, what you could say is as a Chiefs fan and people don't want to hear when it's when when the margin of victory is that big about the calls and everything towards the end of the first half. But also, Mahomes, you know, the the ball hit Tyreek Hill in the face at one point on a spectacular right. play by Mahomes. And there are a couple of plays. I love the what if this had happened? What if that had happened? There are a couple of plays where Mahomes makes. Mahomesian plays. He is the only one on the planet Earth who could make those plays, save maybe um, Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. Well, that one was parallel to the ground and and again hits a receiver in the face mask, just flinging it like 35 yards. That that hit Williams because it skipped off. Right. But the one to Tyreek Hill is another one where he just kind of, I, I, I mean, I can say confidently that I've never seen an NFL quarterback elude a pass rusher, kind of look at him laterally four feet away from him, shoulder juke him a couple of times, mm-hmm. and then and then flick the ball kind of Kent to Colby style, 40 yeah. yards on a wire, and it hits Tyreek Hill in the face. If that is caught for a touchdown, then that's like, well, and, and you know, then who knows how the game I'm with you. They're back in it forward. There. They're back in it there. I, I Let me get this in before I forget. We had our extra points, extra chance uh, our contest where if you had a bad beat on a FanDuel ticket, you're eligible for $5,555. Our friend Harry is going to drive out and uh, hand it to you in person. He'll have a mask on and hopefully a shirt, and he's going to hand it to you in person. Now, we've only had a few submissions that I batted an eye to. Most of them have Tyreek Hill to score a touchdown on a parlay that they lost. And Dave, I agree. The one that hit him in the face, uh, the zone was flooded a little because he and Kelsey had to improvise. So they're both in the same 
uh, fifth of the end zone there, and there's some face guarding going on. So when it hits, it would have been a tough catch, but definitely one we've seen him make. That appears on a lot of the parlays that we're considering, but hit us up at Extra Points Pod, at Extra Points Pod. I'm going to open this up for a couple more hours. I feel um, if you have offensive linemen to score at 20 to 1 odds, uh, on a parlay or straight bet, I will I will consider that very seriously as uh, one was dropped in the end zone there. But anything that um, you feel is a bad beat, bad enough for us to consider, just hit us up at Extra Points Pod, and we may be sending Harry your way, Dave. But okay, let's talk about it. Brady can't be considered lucky, but he did get some calls. He got lucky in the in the Tyreek Hill drop, and then that last drive before half, which is where I think they lost it. I really do think they lost it. Why they're calling timeout the Chiefs on third and two. That's just, if you're going to say on third and two from what, the 37 or whatever it is, who's more likely to score points there in that situation? It's got to be the Bucs, right? So why would you Did call you, timeout? You, you felt that in real time? I thought Did that you- timeout, yes. I thought that timeout was weird. I was like, why are they doing that? If they go to the locker room 14-6, that's a that's a plus, I think, for them. It really could have been worse than 14-6. Could have been better, obviously, as you say, with Tyreek Hill. And then the floodgates opened. Then the referees fell apart. I don't know what happened. Evans called twice, drawing pass interference calls. I have not seen, I talked about this on uh, on Simmons yesterday. I don't know what happened to uncatchable. They dropped that, they dropped that rule. Have we seen it at all this year? Did they drop it and I don't know about it? Because I didn't. I not seen I, yeah, I didn't see the uh, the hand a uh, in the conversation for most exotic uh, official signal is when the official waves his hand over his head to say it's uncatchable. Um, safety, of course, is still number one. But um, all year I haven't seen that, and let alone yesterday when the ball's bouncing and then they throw the flag and the ball. And then Brady throws one through the uprights and they throw a flag on the pass interference in the end zone. Poor Eddie Spaghetti's family. They were in a pool. Not eligible for the $5,555. Did you know this, Dave? If Tampa Bay, jump on here, Spaghetti. If Tampa Bay kicks a field goal before the half rather than getting a touchdown, how much do the Spaghettis win, Eddie? We would have uh, had $15,000 if uh, if it was seven and six at halftime. That was, yeah, half the pool or close to it. Holy crap. Really? <laughs> and what <laughs> chunk of that do you get? The Spaghetti I, family? I, the whole. I mean, like what? what <clears throat> The old was, man, your mom, yeah. everybody was in on this. My parents, they put they we all chipped in a certain amount. So I say I, I would have had a cut, but no longer. So that was that was a bad one. And and the worst part, too, was because we did the halftime hit um, so with Sal and and like they're they weren't you weren't like flat out congratulating me, but it was like getting exciting. I was <laughs> congratulating I, on that first pass interference when they have the ball first down at the 25 yard line and there's. Thir- 10 seconds left at the time. And then they added a few play uh, seconds. So it's 13. I'm like, all right, they got one shot at the end zone. No, boy, now they have two plays, maybe three plays, and another pass interference and put that in. Uh, we felt horrible for you, Eddie. Well, wait no. a second. So, I mean, I was going to make my case, but this maybe trumps it. I mean, Eddie Spaghetti shouldn't be visited by Harry with the $5,500 check, <laughs> um, but maybe he should be as a consolation prize. Um, but then mm-hmm. again, just uh, for the record, Eddie Spaghetti at least now is on to 2021 and Daniel Jones and look out next stop <laughs> Lombardi probably. Now in my home at the uh-huh. exact same time when the uh, when Butker kicked that field goal to make it 14-6, I fell into the uh, to the magic squares. We were, you know, I, we were in a squares pool, me and Jean-Claude Van Damaschek. How many for, of you were in it? The whole family or just two of you get 50 squares? No, no, it was it was uh, it was some pals in Chicago uh, okay. and uh, we were doing. And uh, if that had stuck the 14 six, we would have won a thousand dollars. And Jean-Claude Van Damaschek was over the moon at the prospect of this yeah. living and dying watching it. And it was horrific to see. And yes, the no catch. I mean, the uncatchable ball thing. I do think that. I mean, what what a killer. I mean, it's the Joe Flacco special. And really, if there's a rule change, I know everybody obsesses over fumbling the ball through the end zone, but it happens so rarely. It's not. And I know Browns fans are sick about it, but, you know, that rule should change and it does swing games and everything. But um, the 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 bigger one is change P.I. to a 15 yard penalty. You know, the the when, when I mean, that swung the game. The Mike Evans one. 
the DB trips into him. Yeah. And it's like, man, that stinks. And then the other part is, is that ball uncatchable? I think it is a catchable ball. I think the one in the end zone that caused the honey badger uh, goat right. fight was uh, was just excellent, you know. Um, I, a, I, I go a few different ways because there are some instances where it's going to be like a clear path foul, right? Where the uh, where the the D back is beat on a long pass and uh, he just grabs a jersey and flings the uh, receiver to the ground. Maybe that shouldn't be 15 yards. But for the most part, I would agree with you. Go to the college rule. Make it 15 yards. You're getting too much bang for I your think, buck. I, I, I know they're superhuman and can make, uh, you know, decisions in a thousandth of a second and all that kind of stuff. And quick twitch reaction and all that. I don't think that they're I, I, this thing about like, oh, DBs will smarten up and just start taking the the 15 yard penalty instead of getting burnt. I don't think there are that many people that can react in that moment of time can assess like I either take a penalty here or this is like I don't think they can process it that fast to to Here's what I worry the about bomb. with the, I with don't the think 15, that's if they know they have an option for 15 yards rather than, I mean, how many referees are swallowing the whistle because they're thinking they're swinging the game on a ticky tack 40 yard pass. Whereas if they know it's going to only be a 15 yard penalty, they're like, ah, all right, I'll throw the flag there. I don't really want to see more flags. I feel like the receivers are, are helped more. So in a way yardage wise, the, the, uh, they wouldn't be rewarded for, uh, as much for the penalties, but you might see more, Penalties. I want the competition committee to get together with the referee crew and say, hey, you missed 40 uncatchable balls this year. Can we do something about that? You just didn't call it. I, um, I mean, the one the, the one that got him to the goal line. Yeah, it was an atrocity. I mean, yeah. there was that was not a, a catchable ball by yeah, any human just all year. Um, Except so anyway, Max McGee. He could have reached up with a long arm and got <laughs> Even my wife was angered by the, the, the ref. She's like, oh, this Tom Brady gets every call. Mahomes' mother. Did you see she reached out? Who who, who brought that up? Joel? What did she say? What's her name? Molly Mahomes? Yeah, What's her name? she uh she tweeted she, like oh when the referees are on Brady's team this is what happens. And then I don't think she deleted it but then went on to say uh how wonderful Brady's parents are. She met him after the game. But that tweet uh stood up there. So ah, it's always um, nice. You have uh, it's a you know just like true. Giselle spoke up for for Tom Brady. That was nice. What was your sal though? And it really isn't one that any, you know, anyone at NFL films, I don't think really makes the decision on. I think it's um, our opinion on this. What is the image, the iconic image of Super Bowl 55? You think like, Gar you know, the Dolphins complete their undefeated season in 1972. Mm. It's great. 14, seven, everything else. The only if there's one image burned into our collective brain, it's Garo, you premier trying to throw a ball. That's the that's the takeaway of that game. Right. John Stallworth in 14 catching one. I mean, like there are certain images from, you know, Malcolm Butler. Well, is, uh, in, in comes, game, comes in game. Through. Let me think about in game. But post game, it's it's Gronk and uh, Brady celebrating. It's like, holy crap, they did this to us again. How, it could how be did that. This happen? It could be that. Um, I would. But, you know what I'll say it is when yeah, you think ahead. about it. I think yeah. the image that will, when you look back 10 years from now, mm -hmm. the image you'll see is. um who was it who did that? Antoine Winfield, who 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 um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pieced Tyree Kill. And I liked the, everybody up on Mount Pius weighing in about how there's no place for that and everything else. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm wrong. I think Tyree Kill thought it was funny. Didn't he, he got him back, by, by the way. Yeah. Was from I thought he was amused game, right? by it. Yeah. He was like, that was good. I got to give you season. credit. That was, that was pretty good, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. is what he was saying. Uh, Corolla has a crazy take on the taunting thing, and it's it's a little rough for our crowd, but he talks about how a lot of players have seen people close to them die um, <laughs> growing up. Why, why is taunting even a penalty? Like these guys could take it, right? Why do they have to add 15 to a little uh, finger wag or something? It's kind of, it's kind of silly. I agree that you don't want to turn a game on that. Um, I will say, I don't know, the Lombardi hologram, maybe <laughs> is the iconic image. <laughs> Shout out to, by the way, shout out to uh, two of your cousins um, yeah. on uh, a couple of things there. First of all, Jonathan Kimmel's Al Davis puts uh, that one to shame. <laughs> if, you've, if you've not heard it, it's the best. And not too far from his Al Davis is, uh, is Jimmy's uh, Elmer Higgins, who is officially my favorite of all the, all due respect to all the other crank anchors characters. Elmer mm -hmm. Higgins is the one that makes me laugh the hardest, most consistently. And Kimmel wins the award. I don't know how you want to do best, worst commercials, but Kimmel has most two, two different 
um, Super Bowl yeah, commercial. In the, same, in the same block. It was a jackhole-dominated commercial block, right? Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't uh, stick around for a lot of... I was doing a lot of tallying, as is the case, during the commercial. And by the way, watching the Super Bowl was very weird this year. This was the first time, Dave, I have not watched a Super Bowl at my house, or that I have watched at my house in 20 years. Um, I actually... You, I, I think you, you were at that part. I think it was Rams-Titans. And uh, it was your idea to invite our boss from um, uh, from Sports Geniuses. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. But it was like 20 years ago. <laughs> Maybe that's not how it worked out. I don't know. But anyway, I, all that I was, know that is was you, the last I, time. I've either been at the game. I've been at uh, I, I've been at Corolla's warehouse or something or I've been at Jimmy's party. And it was just weird watching with the same group of idiots. And I know they think I'm an idiot, my family, that I watched the Royal Rumble with the week before. And otherwise, I was just watching it over text with you and various text chains. So it was very and, strange uh, viewing experience. And it 20 years ago, mm -hmm. we were in New Orleans and we watched the St. Louis Rams get upset. Yeah, that was the 20 years Kurt ago. Kurt Warner right? going for yeah. his second Lombardi Award, oh. a dominant Rams team. Stupid. Um, down into, again, like I say, what was it? February of 2002. We watched and then and, and I got a Tom Brady won the Super Bowl in yeah, 2002. Well, like, this can't happen and we, again. And we watched this. And I mean, the entire run of watching these Super Bowls with you is has included Tom Brady. And I don't know what to make of it. Oh, is it me? Creepy. You're blaming me? No, I'm just saying that's, I mean, to put it into our own personal purview, that's a crazy thing that Tom Brady has been around. That I was know. forever ago we were at that dumb Super Bowl with Cordell Stewart throwing interceptions and, well, wow, I guess the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl where the Rams are going to blow them out. That was right. 20 years ago. Tom I Brady know. got his first one in that one, and here we are 20 years later. It's, it's I, uh, just, I it don't even know what to make of it. Zero sense, and he can get another one. He could easily get another one. Let, actually, let's go over the odds for next year oh my god uh all right super bowl kansas city favorite at five to one usually you get them at six to one so five they're, they're uh, out for blood uh plus 950 for tampa bay 11 to one buffalo green bay 11 rams 12 niners 13 to one interesting they're in the top six there ravens 14 to one saints 19 to one seahawks 20 Dave, I'm looking for your Steelers. They're 31 to 1. I'm looking for my Cowboys. They're 33 to 1. Um, I don't know. I, you, you know, what what is it with this thing with the losing team of the Super Bowl? They they go into like hibernate. You kind of don't see them for a while. They in fact they fall apart the following year. Does that happen to the Chiefs? Probably not, Gen but I, I wouldn't have thought it would happen to the Niners either. Generally speak, well, I mean that you know, Madden curse, whatever you right. are, curse is supposed to, whatever the curse of all curses is going to the Super Bowl and losing it. There's not mm -hmm. a a great track record in the last twenty years for those teams. Um, obviously premature, but that's what makes it fun to do. We don't know where Deshaun Watson's going to land. That's the biggest factor of them all. If if um, the Niners had gotten right. Matt St Matthew Stafford last week, I would say that's the team that goes to the Super Bowl out of the NFC right now. It, it It's... Uh, it's fat. I don't think you're going to see a lot of immediate skepticism for like, yeah, but Brady's now 44, so he can't do that again. And how many times are we going to play that game? Eventually, you're going to be right about that one. What is the Super Bowl pick, though, Sal? Go ahead. Give us, give us your final uh, four. Early? Give us your final four. I don't care where the Cowboys and Steelers are. We don't know where Dak Prescott's going to be. I, I know you're yeah. insistent that, that if they tag him or they don't, there's a chance Dak moves. That's another major chip. I think he's on that team. Yeah, I think yep. he's. I think he falls on that team. The Kellen Moore stuff. Everything I, I'm seeing indicates that he'll he'll stick with them. And just knowing Jerry Jones, it's. Uh, I don't think he's going to take a wild swing here. But I am, and I'm going to say the Browns at 22 to one odds are good. Is a good number, and the Rams at 12 to one odds. And that could easily, uh, not easily, but I could see the path uh, for that being the Super Bowl. Go ahead, give me yours. I love the I I love the Rams pick Browns. I guess I I don't Why know not? that Baker Mayfield. Why, why? I mean, look oh, what I, they I get you. They're, they're they're one score away from making it to the championship game. They're not the Browns anymore. I don't think the old Browns. But but who who do you say? Um, I threw the question out. I hate people who ask trivia questions and then don't have the answer themselves. Oh, and come yet on. I just threw one out at you and I didn't have the answer here. 
Well, you I know am, each team in every conference, right? Yeah, whole, I know. Okay. I know who's in, I know who's in, I know who, who plays football. Now let me think for a moment, please. Here, just may play some Jeopardy music or whatever while I while I ponder this. So we're Patriots thirty seven to one. I'm reading. I Vikings gotta put the 44. Bills in there. Bill Bills, right? Bills are good at eleven to one. Why not? I think uh, the, I saw if, MVP odds for Josh Allen. I kind of like those at about seven or eight to one. But uh, Bills to win the Super Bowl eleven to one, pretty good. I think they win that division by a sizable amount. I mean the the hip pick. Well, I think the Browns are going to be a hip pick. The Bills are going to be a hip pick. We'll see if Deshaun Watson lands mm-hmm. in Miami. That would swing things significantly. They don't have a quarterback, and so this is loco, but your Super Bowl 56 AFC representative is going to be the Indianapolis Colts. Mm. The small matter of who their QB is will be resolved in time for uh, September. The Deshaun Watson thing, like we talk about too, is it, it it's setting up that they're going to hold on to him until the draft. I think, yeah, I mean, least, I guess they have not to, beyond the draft. So it's just I, a I, mind game, right? Like how much do you think he's bluffing here? I'm like, oh my God, if he was serious about sitting out and in March and now it's August, we really screwed up, right? Um, yeah. And but, stop listening to all these, t- the, the, the fact that it's news that a GM or whomever is asked in the franchise, like, what do you think about the quarterback who's on your roster right now? Or this guy mm-hmm. who's on your roster right now is like, when people are like, oh, well, it sounds like they like him because they said nice things. Well, what are they going to do? There's no incentive to badmouth a guy who's on your roster right now. And there's no reason for the Texans to announce like, oh, yeah, we, yeah, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's yesterday's news. We're moving on from him and all that guy. There's no, of course, you're you're playing a little bit of poker. You, you right. ever see rounders? I mean, come on, everybody. We've yeah. got to attempt exactly. a poker face to some degree. Don't all right, listen, listen to this jive. Let's talk about FanDuel real quick. Let's jump off, because now you're right, Dave. We're pivoting into basketball, NBA with FanDuel Sportsbook. It's easy to use, easy to register, fast withdrawals when you win. You get paid in as little as 24 hours. Odds boost specials every day. You get big super boosts. Uh, Live betting. Oh, my God. You can place your bet fast during a game. If you see a trend, you're like, that's a great thing. If you bet a team, they're down 20 points, like, you're not out of it. Jump back in it. Jump back in. Watch the second, third quarter. Uh, download FanDuel Sportsbook app today. Try a same-game parlay and use promo code extra points at sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash extra points. You can talk about player point totals, rebounds, assists. You can do the money line over, under, and the spread. It's called the same-game parlay. You can find them only at FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com slash extra points. Um, let's talk about the awards. I love the way the NFL does it. It's the Saturday night before the Super Bowl. Why not? You know, the NBA has their finals and then you have to wait incrementally weeks before, uh, MVP rookie of the year, coach of the year. No, get it all out of the way Saturday night. And the one, um, the most controversial was Aaron Donald over TJ Watt for defensive player of the year. Dave, I don't know your thoughts on this. Both great players. Uh, T.J. Watt had the stats on Donald this year, but I had Donald to win MVP at like six to one. So I was very pleased with this. J.J. weighs in. Talk about sticking up for your family. You got Mahomes' mother. And now J.J. Watt, you know, gives Donald credit. Great player. But T.J. should have been the defensive player of the year. I think they play two different uh, uh, positions. And the fact that Aaron Donald is even in the conversation, he should win it every time. What do you think? I hear you that, yeah, Aaron Donald is going to go down in history as um, one of the three or so um, best defensive uh, defensive interior linemen, yes, and probably he's going to be on the list of uh, the top three or five defensive players in pro football history mm-hmm. and all of that. But T.J. Watt, I think, I, I mean, I, I you know, I, I'm going to play Homer here and say T.J. Watt should have gotten it for his specific 2020 deeds. You don't um, even seem that convinced about it. As homeowners no, as you I, are, I have you're no not even mighty argument to, to to do. I, yeah, the he, how about the, in he, general an interior lineman that puts up similar numbers to an edge rusher who doesn't get double teamed as much shouldn't win the award. I mean, it, it's a different position. Who's a better offensive player, Ryan Tannehill or Derrick Henry? Tannehill has more passing, he has more touchdowns, he has more yards. No, but that's not. They play different positions. 
Henry is limited because he doesn't get as many touches or as uh, Tannehill would get throws. I, I just and, it, it's the and same generally thing speaking, as as uh, as fun as it is to watch Aaron Donald, there aren't the uh, the so-called splash plays that you get from T.J. Watt or somebody else out mm-hmm. there. But I, I do think that uh, that 90 impacted games significantly himself. It's not, uh, you know, the entire scheme. And, and, and right. there's a case to be made that that's why Bud Dupree is going to make a lot of money as good as Bud Dupree is because of what TJ Watt did. But I mean, also, um, you know, are the Rams anywhere close to the playoffs if Aaron Donald isn't on that team? I suspect no. I think he's kind of the linchpin. I think that I, I, I'm my, if you do the math backwards that Sean McVay just dumped Jared Goff and they went to the playoffs and they mm-hmm. went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, obviously Todd Gurley, Goff, and otherwise aren't the central figures. Of uh, of this nice little Rams run, it, it would seem it's Aaron Donald. I get it. I whatever. I, I don't have uh, deep thoughts on it. I'm just bad. All right. I, I, they're they're both they're both dominant players. I can see the case for Aaron Donald. I definitely think T.J. Watt though, in in a two year snapshot, has kind of gotten a raw deal now that you look at it as great as he's been, and and he comes away maybe, with zero um, trophies. Maybe I'm down on the Steelers because my son Jack's birthday was uh, this mm-hmm. weekend. And um, yeah, we, it sucks. We can't throw a party for him. We can't even have him see the grandparents because we're quarantining here. So my wife orders this big display. I guess you could rent displays with Love everything that uh, uh, your kid likes or whatever. I don't know. It just popped up in our yard, and now it's gone. Um, but Jim Cunningham, I sent you a picture. Look what look what goes on in my middle. Jack Romo. Now I name him Romo. I figured it's a slam dunk that he's a Cowboys fan, but no, Dave. He likes the Steelers because of freaking Heinz ketchup. He's infatuated with Heinz ketchup. Steelers play at Heinz Field. Nobody else plays at Heinz Field. Jim Cunningham, pull this picture up. My son Jack in front of this uh, crazy display, which has dogs and I don't know whatever else that he loves. Uh, oh, there's a parrot in there. And then there's a giant, uh, there's a Steelers helmet and the logo. And that sat on the lawn for two days. And I love the kid, but now everyone in the neighborhood knows that a Steelers fan lives in my house and I'm uh, not happy about it. What are you doing to me, Jack? Come on. My God, what are you talking about? A troll job of, uh, of uh, uh, against a hidden camera prankster. Uh, for life and look what he's I think doing i love to me, it Dave. I, it's 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 great i love the message that uh oh. that the fates are sending to cousin sal he thought it was funny uh growing up in long island to turn against his old man and everybody else not and be a contrarian and root for the dallas cowboys and love the cowboys so much that he names his own son romo and lo and behold Revenge? I don't know. Serve cold. Serve black and gold. Look how big that display is. I don't have a a lot of grass here in California. It's covering all the grass. I I I don't know what to say to him. Other than uh, if you want to see fourteen, you might have to switch allegiances here. I don't like that. Jack, if Jack uh, Jack always has a home up here, you know, I don't know that he wants to make the uh, the house swap. But if he ever. Wants to come here and be surrounded and cloaked in black and gold. He's more than welcome. All right. Anytime, well, I'll give anytime. him a map and hopefully he can get to Mount Pius, but I'm not promising anything. That's very nice of you. It's a na- nice offer. How uh, dare Jack. you, sir? How dare you? I'm a, I'm a human being living down here. I'm down here with the people. I, don't I hate this. There. I hate it. Uh, t- speaking of Romo, Jimmy and I reach out to him. There are Romo props all over the place. Will he mention his kids was even odds. That seemed uh, easy enough. He's like, of course I'm going to mention my kids, he says to us. Guess what he forgot to mention? His freaking kids. Wow. Maybe uh, maybe they all have Steelers uh, placards in the front yard. Maybe he's like, screw it. I'm not mentioning. Maybe he has the same uh, deal what as does I do. Romo, what, what's his reaction to that? Does he does he think you're a weirdo when, does, when he interacts with his namesake? What is it? Because he's met the little boy, right? I think he did at first. Well, th- that's a thing. He's uh, Jack has no, the other two would go crazy if uh, Romo um, showed any interest in him. Jack was like. I'm like, Jack, come over, meet, uh, you know, you were named after him. Jack doesn't care. Romo cared way more. It's the, it's the, <laughs> probably the only situation where the athlete cares more to meet the kid than, than, uh, the other way around. And I was like, my God, what, have, what have I done here? So happy birthday, Jack. Um, <laughs> more awards, Dave Rogers wins MVP. No surprise gets engaged to Shailene Woodley. That's a little bit of a surprise. I don't know. Maybe he should have been a little more focused instead of, uh, you know, he needs to get engaged the week after. I don't know. It's funny. Rogers had a good week because Petten was fired and um, 
And uh, you got now all of a sudden Jared Goff's in the division. And now you might have Carson Wentz in the division. Everyone's talking about him leaving. He's fleeing ship. But um, I don't know. Is he going to get a better situation division-wise than, than what we just set up? Yeah, I know that it is um, the sky is falling kind of thing. And now people in Kansas City are kind of doing that as well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, it is a reminder. We talk and we, 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 the every chapter week after week, it's why pro football is the most compelling. It's because of the once a week installments that we get. And then we meditate on them for the next seven days until we get another chapter to dig into and everything else. But then as soon as you close the book, nothing matters except the team that won. There's right. some hand-wringing going on now in Kansas City. We're now two weeks away from Green Bay, and we kind of moved on, and now you can kind of pick your head up a little bit as a Packers fan and say, like, so are we in good position for the NFC in, in 2021 with uh, with Aaron Rodgers? And the answer is yes. That team should be back in there. Wait, I oh, I didn't even give you my uh, NFC one, if anybody even cares. Oh, I, what'd I, you say? Yeah. I mean, are you going to take, did you, is, you, you yeah. didn't take, uh, you said the Rams, so you don't think the Buccaneers, I'll go with my final four. I don't know. I'm not ready to announce Final it. four. I'm, I'm going to have to, yeah, my final <laughs> four. You got to, to just throw out a, to a Super Bowl matchup is, you uh, asked for final four, elementary. you gave us, you gave us one and now, um, I did not give you one. I gave you, I gave you two. I said, I said, I, the I, Colts? I, 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 I said the bills and the Colts. And I said, the Colts go to the Super Bowl, even though they don't have a QB okay. yet. And then. I do like the Niners a lot. I, 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 really? Again, another team that doesn't have its QB yet. It's a small matter. You, but you don't have one. to take two teams in your four that we have no idea who their quarterback is going to be. I mean, if it's uh, if it's Brissett and uh, and Jimmy G, you're not going to be happy about those picks, right? Fortunately, it's not going to be either one of those situations, right. so we don't have to worry about that. And I mean, the the you know what? I'm going to go with the Giants. No, I'm not. Uh, just kidding. Uh, that was a joke for spaghetti. I don't know. Let me meditate on it. I'm right, sorry. Good. I threw the question out. Yeah. Let and, us know and, if you have any other questions that you don't have answers to. We I have no answer feel. to it. I, listen, you're, you're the one who people want to hear what, what you're I'll laying your money on. I'll, I'll uh, maybe the Cowboys. Uh, I, I did. I, uh, I jokingly have uh, sent the email on Fox bet live that I'm going to make a case for the Cowboys. And now I'm going to have to spend 45 minutes trying to figure out how to say one good thing. About I do them. like your Rams pick, but I'll tell you yeah. here, you know who right now, who this kind of matches now in career deeds, talk about future, what's going to be, you know, uh, Russell Wilson in his second year wins the Super Bowl in his third year, he loses the Super Bowl and he's never been back and he has not been particularly close for as good as the Seahawks have been to getting back to a Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes. So yes that's this no. is this is the comparison that everyone's making, right? Oh, he they are. This, yeah, he won is the Super right? Bowl okay. and then he lost the second one, and then it's like, all right, yeah, you're going to be in the top five MVP wise, but you're not in the greatest of all time talk, right? Well, this thing about the thing about that everybody was harumphing at me about for saying that Patrick mm. Mahomes better win this one, or they say, "What? Just because if Brady wins this game, that means Patrick Mahomes can never catch him in Lombardi?" Yeah, that's exactly right. Now it's seven mm. to one. Do you think Patrick? Mahomes, forget about six more. Do you think Patrick Mahomes wins one more? How much would you bet that Patrick Mahomes wins two more Super Bowls, Sal? I would, here's what I do, and uh, Brother Brian, the degenerate trifecta, and I talk about this all the time. You see the Chiefs in the beginning of the year at 5-1 to one or 6-1. to one. I think you jump on that every year, and in the next five years, you will be a winner. You'll make money on that bet. Um, Winning the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, right. Sure. You don't think in the next five years he, he wins I just it? think I just think that what happens with what it's it's really a fascinating thing to to look at is after that one and people were all set to do it exactly fifty two weeks ago when there were six minutes left against the Niners mm-hmm. that all the, this mystique is now off, isn't it? I mean, the, 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 do you now fear? The the Chiefs, do you now think as you sit here, like, well, I would never take the Bills against the Chiefs, or I would never take the I, I, I mean, think all of a sudden a, it feels like, oh bit, yeah, you could beat that team. You can beat them and you could definitely beat them when their offensive linemen are out. And like, you know, you have to think they'll protect them better, right? And they'll have guys, a guy, you know, they had the center. You guys talked about it on minus three. He was not the center. He was he was taken off that right and then put right back in as center. You had two attack a lot. You know, Schwartz's uh, brother out. 
There was a lot of bad stuff. I don't want to say it was an anomaly. The, the Bucks deserve it. They beat the hell out of the, the Chiefs. Brady, Brady, Brady. But um, that's the worst you'll see the Chiefs. I don't know if you can conclude, oh, that team's beatable now based on the product they put forth. What I worry about is Kelsey moving on, 31 years old. He's one of the best of all time. Maybe Gronk is the best tight end of all time. And Hill moving on. You got to keep those pieces in place um, so that Mahomes can work his magic for sure. But I think they get back. Bills and Chiefs combined ran the ball minus six times this uh, January and February or something. <laughs> I'm not sure the exact number. Less than that. And yet those are two of the final four teams. Right. Um, but now you look at the Bucks and Packers and then the Saints extended to there with uh, with Alvin Kamara and mm. th- his ability to run the ball. But think about the now do we swing back to running does matter? Are we now, are we now on, Hey, a team like the Steelers can get right. If they can figure out their run game, the Browns definitely didn't get to where they got to because of Baker Mayfield. They did it because of the ability to run uh, um, Chubb and hunt at anybody. I, I think now, maybe now in the copycat league, we see in 2021 teams start to look to the run game a little bit more. Yeah, this is what maybe, happens. Maybe right? I don't know either one. The, the crazy uh, down your throat pass game or the the grind them in the ground run game can get you so far, and then you got to win the game. Then you got to win the last game. And um, you know, I, I don't think there's a tried and true method anymore in 2021 on how to do it. Well, I'll get Tom Brady on your team. That, yeah, that I was trying. I'm looking at that right now. Brady wins a Super Bowl with the Niners. I don't know. They had too many injuries. What other teams could he have gone to? The Chargers win the Super Bowl with Brady. Well, uh, we talked about that. The, last the Colts week. win I, the Super Bowl with Brady. Do the do yeah? The I think Saint, the Colts do. the do. Saints win the Super Bowl with Brady? I think the Colts do. Mm-hmm. I I think that um, you know also if Andrew Luck doesn't retire two years ago, I don't right. think that the Chiefs are in the same spot that they are in history with um you know with two straight Super yeah, Bowl maybe appearances. Not. I think the Colts get in their way if Andrew Luck could come back. And by the way, there are rumors afoot. About Andrew Luck, you know, I saw that the GM, the and- GM said he's more retired now than ever. And but he's like, believe me, I would love to perpetuate this rumor. But I don't know. It was in Peter King's column. I, I had a uh, whiz through it. But yeah, I love, that's all. That's always fun. That, then oh, Ballard. That, Ballard said that. Today I don't know. Or maybe, last I think it was Ballard. I'm pretty sure it was Ballard. But um, if that's the case, my God, 29 to one. Looks uh, mighty. Well, I, I mean, I, I, two years removed and all that is, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't know that he'd be good. But again, the 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 big factor, the big X factor is there's a lot of QBs out there. And the other thing is, too, that it, it's the, the paradox of Brady is that he's clearly not the best athlete to ever play mm-hmm. that position. And the the Patriots had a lot of defensive players down in 2020. And so we can, we can laugh about Belichick. And by the way, where did he watch the game and what was his reaction to it? And all of that is funny, but still you had a guy who's borderline hall of famer in cam Newton and Brady. Uh, the defense was really good in 2019 in new England. I mean, it was maybe the best defense in, in football a year ago. And so you can't, but, but still, Brady, what was the team's record? Were they 13 and three or 12 and four in 2019? Either way, um, again, Brady, I don't know that mystique like makes everyone around him better. I think is generally a laughable kind of thing to, mm-hmm. to credit a guy for, but I don't know. What do you say about that? I mean, the Buccaneers just won the Super Bowl. The Buccaneers, I know <laughs> he attracted, I know who he attracted and it, it, with, with some pieces that otherwise would have gone down well, there. Well, that's but- the thing. That was the weird thing, right? So he wins the big game and it's, and it, it really, I don't want to say it had nothing to do with having the shiny pieces of Mike Evans and Godwin and, and uh, Antonio Brown around them. What he didn't have in New England, I guess he had Antonio Brown, but it ended up being the defense that won it for him. It's so it's the, the it plays crazy games with your minds. And Belichick, uh, you know, we had a fun with a fake Twitter account, Bill Belichick. Uh, the social media team set it up, and they were <laughs> he was tweeting nasty things about uh, Brady, and 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 I think it has hundreds of followers. By the way, the big tweet out of all of us, out of all the whole extra points network, Dave, I'm going to have you guess. Joel Solomon tweets something about the halftime. They come out in masks, right? I missed it because we did the the check-in. They come out in masks, and Joel 
don't give away the punchline yet, but say what, what was your tweet exactly? It was, uh, you should uh, remember this is the greatest moment of your life. You shouldn't, shouldn't, it was, uh, uh, you you need to know this. The weekend, all the dancers had masks on. And I said, this is the most masked, uh, people have worn in Florida in months. Okay. Fine. Funny funny tweet. Funny enough. Dave, how many, uh, how many likes? Um, and this was a very popular one you're saying. Uh, just yeah, just based you you have all the information from 400 400 <laughs> 400 yeah Joel hit him with it how many likes uh, did it get we're at 300,000 what <laughs> what in hell <laughs> go ahead just delete your twitter account now I mean, it's a fine joke Joel it's funny it's good as uh, I saw yesterday but I mean 300,000 Dave, Dave likes. didn't retweet it Dave, even Dave I didn't, didn't see it. it. First of all, I didn't see it. 31,000. 31,000. Dave retweeted it. 30, oh, 31,000 retweets, 300,000 likes. That's to me, 300,000 people liking it. How many people were watching the Super Bowl? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Move over, Music City Miracle. We got a new one, the Tampa St. <laughs> Pete. Uh, I don't know what. That was, Congratulations, what? Joel. 300,000. I mean, I don't think there's a greater achievement in the 21st century than, you know. I'm taking, I'm going to take the day off, Sal. You got it. uh, Dave's going to hang himself with his own uh, headphones here. I want to go over a couple more awards here. Um, Stefanski, no problem with that. Coach of the year. Uh, uh, Chase Young, defensive rookie of the year. Fine. The numbers were all there. Um, Justin Herbert. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. Great job. Does the team doctor get to uh, handle that trophy? Yeah, I think should they Monday, Wednesday, Friday it with that because he doesn't even get in for the season if not for that uh, Me, doctor gaff. Yeah, for sure. Um, here's the one that people give me crap over in my own cohorts at uh, Fox Bet Live. Alex Smith gets it over Big Ben. I say gets over Big Ben. There were 50 votes. Alex Smith at 49. Big Ben had one. Um, I held on as long as I could with the idea that Big Ben should win this award. And it wasn't even that long. It was three weeks. I just had a problem with Alex Smith plays one game and he's minus 500 to win the award. He should win the award. It's great. I've heard people say they should name the award after him, but I'm taking so much shit from uh, Benetta and Clay Travis and Todd Furman. I'm like, really? I don't know if he had one, if he had played one game, he was going to win the award. And big Ben at, at that time was going undefeated and still had one of his top three seasons, Dave, if you look at his numbers for offensive output. Um, so I, I need to clear my name with that. Good job. Alex Smith, you get it. You should win the award. And it's funny though, that one person did vote for big Ben. Dave, do you have a vote in this? Were you the one that did it? What was it? Uh, there you go. I was just going to say, I got 30,000 uh, tweets <laughs> at me asking if I was the one voter. Um, and I laughed uh, equally at each one sent to me. Um, and I laughed the same here now. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, if it's based on quality of performance, I don't know. Like it really is kind of getting diabolical. It's kind of like, uh, you ever see like, um, how you get workers comp. Have you ever seen the standards for workers comp and all that kind of stuff? No, it's like, if sure. you've lost one limb, then you get this amount. If you win, if you lose two limbs, it's this amount. And like, it's like, Oh my God, it's really that ghoulish. They like do it oh. based on, on limb count. It kind of feels that way. It's like, yeah, but Alex, I, yeah, but Roethlisberger is the better quarterback, but also, uh, Alex Smith's leg literally looks like this and he runs around on it. Like right, actually right. he deserves extra credit for that. All right. Good. Yeah. That was, uh, terrific. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you should be out there still playing on that. Leg. I know. Look right. the, the leg is crooked, award. man. Even his fans like were wincing every time he went out there. Good I, for you. He, he wins. Proof. Point proven, Alex Smith. I think you should retire, man. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but yeah, look that could right. be that could be uh, that maybe should be it. But great job, wins the award. They they can name it. I do. Him. I'm fine. I do with all like that maybe that should be the trophy is his crooked leg. But it does remind me because uh, perseverance. I'm not mocking everybody. I'm right. Celebrate for sure. Great story. One uh, of the great stories of the year. I will say, man of the year award is the coolest trophy um, in football. If it's at the Lombardi's, pretty cool. Yeah. So we got to This should. This is making leaving the world a better place mm-hmm. than we found it. We should start a campaign 
to name the MVP trophy. We need a cool trophy. The Heisman Trophy should not be cooler than the NFL MVP. Right. Everybody right, right. knows who won the Heisman, though. Nobody knows who won the MVP because it's just a dumb, meaningless trophy. We need to name it after the right guy, come up with the cool pose, and go from there. And this will make the MVP All right. Let's do more it. valuable. You know what? Joel has got the ear of America. He had 300,000 um, uh, likes, so maybe he should, he should do it. And by the way, we could celebrate Joel's uh, accomplishments, and then, and then... We could chastise him and his buddy, heel producer Jim Cunningham, who many, many months ago came up with the phrase Champa Bay. We said, make the damn T-shirts, get it out there. Like, ah, well, oh, but now the, the Rays lost the World Series. So it's lost. It's lost. I'm like, no, there's still time. Well, now there's no time. Champa Bay. I heard Jim Nance say it last night, just like Dave, when uh, Al Michaels mentioned Maroon 4. Like, well, all right, now you lost all connection to it, sadly. Joel, Jim, shame on you for not trademarking Champa Bay. What do you have to say for yourself? I, I specifically said to Jim, you, we really need to, to trademark Champa Bay. Mm. He said he was going to do it. And then, and then he said, I thought you were going to do it. And it oh. was, uh, Jim, what do you think? Oh, Jim, maybe that's a new- lie. <laughs> that's a total lie. Maybe that's your t-shirt. I thought he was going to do it. That's a fun t-shirt too. That there could be uh right. That's like, yeah, uh, perfect. Uh, that's the new I'm with stupid. I thought he was going to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like that. Uh, all right. So Just, I don't a- know. Just like Dave lost the, the fantasy football trophy, another lost opportunity. Oh for, for man. I, yeah. Dave, let's, uh, tweet yeah. it, dude. Tweet it. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> Dave, before you go designing new trophies, maybe, uh, find the one that you lost. Uh, that is, that is an interesting point. Uh, yeah, Joel, just put your tweet on a t-shirt and see, try to sell that. <laughs> unbelievable (laughs) tom brady should not be the story i know babyface joel solomon um (laughs) all right hey crown royal believes being a royal fan this season means staying safe generously supporting your community drinking responsibly while rooting on your team that is how to crown your game day even at home you still get to enjoy your favorite game day cocktails just remember to take a water break in between why not stay hydrated don't be that person that ruins game day for your friends and family. Stay hydrated. Stay royal. My crown royal athlete of the week is Drew Pearson. Hall of Famer Drew Pearson. The original number 88 for the Cowboys. Yes, first team all decade of the 70s. He made it to three Super Bowls. He won one, 48 touchdowns. Wide receiver great. Retired as the leading receiver in Cowboys history. Somehow still fourth overall. That's pretty good. They throw the ball all over the place now. Fourth in receiving yards. 70 years old. He invented the Hail Mary, Dave. I don't know if you understood that. Teams maybe, if not for Drew Pearson's Hail Mary reception against the Vikings. Stop it. He did not. He did not. They wouldn't have called that. Uh, referees don't call that. They don't call, uh, they don't call uncatchable. They don't call push-offs. He invented the Hail Mary. We may never have seen a Hail Mary if not for Drew Pearson. Congratulations at 70 years old. He was weeping. So is I Saturday. He wins the award. He is my crown Royal athlete of the week. Who is yours, Dave? Yeah. All due respect, Lynn Swan, Harold Jackson, anyone else, best receiver of the seventies. It was loco. He wasn't in the hall of fame. Glad that that has been rectified. Mine Mm -hmm. is though, as we talk about history and the figures in it who will resonate beyond our days on the big blue marble, Tom Brady. I know it's an obvious one, but when he wins a title, it requires then that all the people who care about sports history, look at it and say, is he now better than Michael Jordan? Bill Russell, LeBron James, anyone else you want to throw in? The answer is yes. Gives me no pleasure that Tom Brady, the key figure for the Patriots, it proves it is not about Belichick or anyone else. It is about Tom Brady in a world of superhumans, um, you know, on the pro football gridiron now for 20 some years that he, this guy, that anybody would win seven Lombardi trophies and play the central role in winning those is beyond my ability to fathom, let alone that it is this pedestrian-looking guy. The greatest compliment I can give Tom Brady is that he is Indiana Jones, basically. Mm. It makes no sense that Dr. Jones always comes out on top. It is basically pro football. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are basically the bald Nazi 
um, who's shirtless fighting by the prop plane. Is that right? <laughs> it's basically like that. And you know that the bald headed Nazi is going to beat Dr. Jones, except that that propeller comes around and chops up that guy. And you think mm. fluke, but this keeps happening. And Dr. Jones, no, I mean, Tom Brady keeps on rising to the top and winning it. He is the action hero of the 21st century. Mm. I, you know, I, you know, do I like it? I don't know. Do I respect it? Indeed. You know, Crown Royal said, he's like, they, they came to us. They said, I love yours and Dave's Athlete of the Week segment. Can we ramp up the Nazi talk a little? I was like, okay, here we are. The for day the after record, the Super For the record, that was negative. That was negative. No, I get it. Well, I right, guess we'll it wasn't back. right to compare Patrick Mahomes to that guy. I don't mean it nah, like that. We see where you're getting. But uh, if Patrick <laughs> Mahomes would have sat down in that barber chair, for all we know, he would have wound up bald-headed. That so, is unbelievable. I don't know, so maybe that could have. But anyway. Crown Royal, the perfect addition to your NFL game day. Don't forget, stay hydrated, drink responsibly. Not just NFL, NBA, NHL, all of them. That was a Crown Royal water break. Moderate your drinking on game day. Stay hydrated, stay royal. More tips on how to crown your game day. Visit at Crown Royal on Instagram. Uh, Dave, what do I say? Okay, Peyton Manning, Woodson. Calvin Johnson, John Lynch, no problem with any of these. Uh, Tom Flores, if you look at a quarter of his record, as Peter King turned out uh, well under 500 with the Seahawks, but the two Super Bowls gets him in. Uh, Bill, oh, Alan Fanica. That was the uh, that was the one, right? Fanica, Baselli, there was a lot of talk about that. That seemed to go 50-50. Black and gold, 66. What else is new in the Hall of Fame? That makes sense. Bill mm. Nunn, um, noteworthy. A scout, right? Steelers scout. Yeah, and if you go through it, I mean, it's old news to people who track uh, draft stuff. Um, but Bill Nunn, you know, recruit, you know, found all those guys that were um, <laughs> yeah. that loomed large in those seventy Steelers years at uh, at uh, HBCUs. Um, and uh, so, yes, he belonged in the Hall of Fame, and I'm glad he gets in. But now I feel like, and we could, you know, what we could do this, you know. Uh, any other time uh let's but do it any other time let's read an email i'll just say don coriel let's get uh, at the coaching level don coriel let's go everybody oh you like One that air coriel get in there um okay let's go to the extra points gang at gmail.com reach out to us we have a lot of uh friendly emails some not so friendly i don't care oh. we'll take both um this is a this is an interesting one um, not heard this take before. Nathan Reese says, after watching the game, I'm starting to think it's a shame Brady wasted so many years of his career playing for that dope of a coach. He should have double-digit Super Bowl wins by now. Cheers, Nathan Reese. Interesting. So not hmm. only could Brady do it on his own, but Belichick held him back. I had not heard that before. Well, as Ross, Tucker, as Ross Tucker pointed out and inspired a, an NFL at one point, um, I, you know, if Archie doesn't, Archie Manning doesn't meet Olivia Manning at right. Ole Miss, then Tom Brady has at this point, like a 12 Super Bowls. Yeah, that's true. There you go. Wow. So much to think about. And what's weird is David, we say like, uh, all right, retire the argument that Brady has any competitors in the greatest of all time discussion. But um, who the hell wants to retire an argument? It's not good for idiots like me. And you. What do we do if, if uh, all these re uh, arguments are retired uh, eventually? Stop, stop talking about that and stop also talking about the stop talking about Bill Russell's 60 Celtics. That's not a we have, no, we have anything have we've seen. We're going to have nothing to talk about except uh, Joel's tweets eventually. All right, uh, Dave, you're at Damashek. Yes, uh, a new minus three will be coming at you later in the week. In the meantime, shout out uh, to everybody. I uh, th This isn't the proper forum uh, necessarily, but shout out to the great Chris Wessling who passed away after oh, yeah. uh, a couple few years of, uh, of bad times. But I choose in the here and now to celebrate the – the uh, the good times. I mean, I I say it, and I sit here do talking to uh, my guy cousin Sal, and I feel like I'm on the right side of life. That I mean, it, I I joke all the time, living over surviving. That's the thing, you know. That to really live, get to work with your pals. And uh, Chris Wessling got to do that in the last uh, eight years of his life. He did something special. People cared about it, but 
he's the winner for getting to do that. And let alone he met his wife, had a nice little boy, heartbreaking mm. stuff there. But um, if there's a takeaway that can inspire you, try to get to do that. Cause whether it's yapping about sports or whatever, getting to work with your pals is cheating life. And, you know, and uh, I hate to bookend it with more misery, but uh, Pedro Gomez was a, a very friendly guy. Uh, I've met him probably three times. It was very nice to me and Guillermo. We met him at the ballpark a couple of times. We came to Jimmy Kimmel mm. Live, spent some time with him. Very sweet man. Also dedicated sports reporter. Everybody who knew him, loved him, was taken from us early yesterday at a, at a Super Bowl party. Um and a heart attack. So that that sucks too. It just seems like 2020 is just uh, never going to end. I feel like, you know, I, I get that it's cliche to say that, but for God's sakes, um, when this happens back to back like that, really, uh, really sucks and really hurts. And uh, uh, yeah, apologies to their families. Um, and uh, yeah, let's try to stay healthy, guys. I don't know. This is uh, <laughs> it's already depressing that football season's over, but I do want to... Um, and also, I have to say, sorry to uh, Eddie Spaghetti's parents, Freddie and Betty Spaghetti. They lost that money. I mean, what Eddie, what would you guys have done with that money, do you think? What would you have done? I would have uh, purchased a jet ski probably with my, with my <laughs> cut of it. Just something real fun. I'm just taking Dave's advice to start right. to start living instead of surviving. So I, not nothing useful that I'm not going to, you know, put it towards, you know, savings for our future. It's Where? a jet ski. Where's that jet ski at the bottom <laughs> of the sea? Eddie Spaghetti took a seat on it. Yeah. And the rest is history. Yeah, Dave, I don't know. Eddie don't Spaghetti, know we're worried they... about your eating. Please get it under control. Between that and the hairdo, I don't know what. He, he went, be an XL jet ski. He did the Justin Herbert in honor of Je the offensive rookie of the year. You got the Herbert. Uh, all right, Eddie, be careful on the jet ski. I don't know if that's living over surviving. <laughs> if you can't, if you can't survive the jet ski. Uh, special reminder to. Uh, oh, by the way, yes. Uh, extra points, extra chance. Final submissions have to be in if you want Harry to hand you fifty five hundred and fifty five dollars. Maybe people don't like Harry. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe I should have changed it to. Uh, Joel Solomon, who the public seems to be in love with. There you go. Right? <laughs> Baby face. Um, Most masks in Florida in months. At the Cousin Sal. Hit me up there. Reminder to everyone out there. You may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. See you Wednesday. Wednesday.